What's happening, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 15 of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Blazer, coming to you live from Champaign, Illinois. How's it going? Good. Good to be here. Champagne's buzzing. Uh, we're feeling a Final Four. ILL, baby. Hey, I'm getting, I'm getting on board. We'll talk about why in a minute. I'm on board with the Illini. But joining us, Illini alumni. That's got a nice little ring to it there. Oh, boys. Uh, Dave McAvoy making his second guest appearance on the show. Dave, welcome back. Hey, we're still paying good money to be able to say that we're Illinois alumni. And we're adding more money to that pile uh, as we move forward here. Thank you guys for having me back again. You know I love college basketball. I was chirping Iowa and pumping up Gonzaga, I think, the last time I was on here. Um, spoiler alert, not much of that will change. Um, <laughs> Dave, you're also our first reoccurring guest, too. So uh, do you want to give a brief speech and everything before we kick this off? Or I, I mean, first I want first and foremost, I got to thank God. Without him, uh, nothing would be possible. I got to thank my mom, of course. Um, and I got to thank Illini basketball because – I have been on the Illini bandwagon, obviously, from the start. I said that there were – I was actually mistaken because probably in, like, I don't know, January-ish, I was saying they're probably the third best team in the country. And I was wrong because they're probably the second best team in the country, I think. And I got laughed off the stage a couple months ago when I said that Illinois would get a one seed and everyone was was like, well, Illinois can only lose, like, one or two more times the rest of the year. And guess what happened? Illinois only lost one more time. So – no shit that I'm going to be all over them, but I don't know how you bet against them right now. They're red hot. Let's go. I'm excited too. It's the best. It's the it's the best time of the year. It is. Yeah. Last time, last time we were in Vegas for this. Last time we were in Vegas for this. Yeah, but I just want to say, like, one of the things I want to tell you guys was like the last time that I was on, I remember saying we were going into championship weekend for uh, all college football, and I was just thinking about how awesome it was that we got to have a weekend like that that we hadn't had in forever. And just like think about how awful and boring it was last year when nothing was going on and you were stuck inside. And like, and now we're about to have one of the best weekends of the entire year again. We've got four days where your brain is just going to be mush at the end of it. And you're going to be either up a shitload of money or more than likely you're going to be down a bunch of money knowing how we usually end up. But it's good. I, it's, I, words cannot describe it. I feel like I'm like lifting the cup right now. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like Christmas Eve. We're we're it literally it's it, it's it's December twenty third, but in March, uh, as we embark on the second Christmas or first, I guess, of twenty twenty one. But before before we get into college hoops, and and for our listeners, we are only going to talk about college hoops today, with this one slight uh, exception. Yesterday, Chicago Bears announcing that they have signed a one-year, $10 million contract to Andy Dalton. I'm almost speechless. Can I can I get some thoughts here before I, I as I put my thoughts together on this? Yeah, yeah, how are you surprised by this at all? How are you surprised? This is the most classic Bears thing that was, it was destined to happen. Like, of course, that's what the Bears are going to do. Of course, this is what the Bears are going to do. Russell Wilson was never going to happen. We don't deserve a good quarterback, apparently, and it's just... It's the same thing over and over. You've got a lame duck coach and a lame duck GM, so hopefully they're not pulling any strings. I don't know what's going to happen like after this season or even if they're going to end up drafting a quarterback, but like at the end of the day, it was going to be Andy Dalton, Alex Smith, or Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we ended up with Andy Dalton. What, what are you going to do? 
I would have been happy with Fitz Magic, but I would. Up- <laughs> well, because he just fulfills like that meathead yeah. Bears fan role, right? <laughs> you get a guy named Fitzpatrick like here in Boston, everyone's gonna lose their minds, and it's way more fun because he's like the Harvard guy that just like right. puts his head puts his head down and just like bangs his head against everybody, and he's like dripping swag when he gets out there when he's hot. But Whoa, it would have been more fun. Him or Jameis would have been fun. But like this is like Jameis would have been fun. Dalton and Alex Smith are the two most like boring like with a 17 game schedule. It's like this is going to be a seven and ten team next year. It's I know the it's, thing it's, is too is like Andy Dalton hasn't played in like a well Dallas you can say but he was a backup. He's coming in in the Chicago media market. Everybody already hates him because everyone thought they were getting Russell Wilson like this guy's getting $10 million, but he's being set up to fail. Right. Like if you, if you liked Andy Dalton and how he looked with Zeke and Gallup and Cooper and CD lamb, you're going to love him with Allen Robinson and just his Allen only, Robinson. And, and nobody else. But if you're in a street fight, wouldn't you want Anthony Miller instead of those guys? <laughs> oh my God. True. True. <laughs> well, we, we should just go get Marvin Harrison then if we're looking for threats. Oh dude, come on. Come on. Come on, see, Scott. There's uh, no Scott, free car washes in Philadelphia. His teammate of Scott Hansen at Syracuse. I don't know if you guys knew that. He only mentions it every single day. Scotty, Scotty. I still don't think Scott wears pants on red zone, but <laughs> I don't. No, there's no He's chance. There's no chance. I just uh, Ryan Pace. I think. I think if the Bears get off to a very slow start next year, I think he's gone in the middle of the year, like uh, six games in. I'm calling it now. Six games in. If they're one and five, zero oh and six, no doubt about it, he's he's out of there. That I mean, this is just a fucking bonehead move, per usual, uh, by by that front office. So, hopefully, things change. But let's get into college hoops. Here's the format of how we're going to go about this, gentlemen. We're going to start, uh, and we're going to go through each quadrant of the NCAA tournament bracket. I want to hear a couple things. I want to hear your picks uh, to make it to the elite eight. Uh, and then also to the final four, uh, any uh, any picks that you guys have for uh, for our listeners for Friday or Saturday's first round games? Let's hear those two, and then we're gonna circle back and we're gonna we're gonna talk through final four and championship predictions. Give our listeners, uh, you know, a little bit about a day and a half or so, hopefully to get get some futures in on who's gonna take home uh, the national championship. So. Uh, let's start in the upper left of the bracket, the West. Boys, who do you like coming out of the West, going to, going to the Elite Eight, going to the Final Four? And look, if you got anybody on the card for uh, for Friday, let's hear it. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything contrarian here. I'm pretty well known for that. Um, and Gonzaga is a huge favorite. They're minus 250 to make the Final Four. They're sharpied in there. I can't believe the draw they got. It's Creighton's a mess. Virginia's easy. Gonzaga's going to have a cakewalk to the Elite Eight. And even though this is an Illini fan talking, I think Iowa's going to meet them there in the Elite Eight too. But um, Gonzaga's already beat them. I think it's easy there. Um, a couple games. This side of the brat, this region doesn't really intrigue me that much with any first-round games. Um, the only one play I will do is Kansas and um, East Washington University. I'm getting a little late to the game on this total. It opened up at 144. It's now 147 and a half. I would keep hitting this until it gets to 150. Eastern Washington University does not play defense. Kansas has trouble scoring, but um, they're more talented, more athletic. They're going to put up big numbers. Big sky totals. 
always high. 147 is low for this. That's my that's my uh, big bet for uh, this region. But other than that, Gonzaga and Iowa, and then Gonzaga's in the final four, which probably is 99% of the brackets outside of the state of Iowa. So you're, you're going you're going over the total in that Kansas Eastern Washington game. Yep, that's my one bet. This region, I there's a couple other regions I like more. We'll get into more detail of that, but pretty chalky for this West region for me. How about how about how hot the uh, overs were in the Big Sky Conference tournament? Loose rims in Boise. Loose rims in Boise. That was great. That was great. We're doing the Ponchero's burrito lift because we're pumping <laughs> up those overs, baby. You got to pump it up. Pump it up. All right, Dave, David, do you agree with me, Gonzaga, Iowa? What do you got different in so, the So I think this is like one of the, the type of bracket because Gonzaga Gonzaga is going to go to the final four here, right? Gonzaga's beaten half these teams. The only thing that I seem to be against the grain a little bit in this bracket is I think Creighton goes to the Sweet 16. Um, I think a lot of people have been taking UCSB, but I, that's I, the I, sexy I, pick. That is the it's, sexy it's, pick. It's the one I don't, the only, I don't like that as a 12 5 upset. I think Creighton's going to be fine. They're pretty much healthy. They can fill the bucket up. They're they're going to be fine. Another thing too is I think um, I like USC to get past Kansas. Actually, there I'm with we'll you see, too. We'll, we'll Bill see. Self bingo. Exactly. Like that's the whole thing. I just can't help but think of you and Bill Self's rug. And I know how much you hate Bill Self. And when it comes down to like big coaching situations, so but Kansas right before this was red hot. They were playing well. maybe Baylor. Red they took hot. care of some teams, but we'll have to see how they come back from it. Another like trendy pick is Oregon. I actually think they're going to lose to VCU. Now, granted, I did wow. take them. In our, I did take them in our draft pool. So those are our two big things. But I mean, we're Big Ten guys, and Gonzaga's been unbelievable all year, and they crushed Iowa and crushed everyone else that they're going to be in the bracket with. So Gonzaga Iowa is 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 close to a lock of a pick that I, I I'm sure I won't come off of that by my, the time I submit my final bracket here. All right, America's now Iowa alum. What do you think of that? Are you gonna go? Are we gonna do? Sweep with Gonzaga, or are you gonna remember all the glory days in Iowa City and black out and put down Iowa in the Final Four? Um, no, I I am gonna start off by saying I don't have any games come Friday uh, in this uh, in this quadrant here. I don't think there's anything worth remotely touching from a gambler's aspect. Um, I'm with you when you said I I don't think Virginia is that that big of a test. I could see Creighton uh, meeting Gonzaga there in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, I think, I, I I think they still get by UCSB, uh, even though you know again a, a lot of people are taking them, and I do I can't I think it's Kansas Iowa Sweet Sixteen, um, you know even though uh, you know I think a lot of people are talking about USC, uh, Gonzaga Iowa Elite Eight, no doubt about that, but look I I don't think lightning strike strikes twice here. I'm gonna go against the public, uh, unbeknownst to you know my my prior history, but. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with my team. I, I'm gonna go with the Hawkeyes going to the Final Four. You have wow. to. Yeah, I have to. Okay. I have to. So, are you, are you gonna put a wa- do you want to put a wager on Iowa four to one to make the Final Four? Is that a play you'd like then? I yeah, I, I I do like that. I I do like that. I mean, I I don't want four to one. I think is a little weak. Um, I I would expect it to be a little bit higher, but yeah, I, I'd still probably put a small play on that for Iowa to make the the uh, Final Four. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that when you can do it and take four to one, and then maybe there's a hedging opportunity uh, down the road when Gonzaga and Iowa are playing. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, one other one other thing I wanted to say just about my Creighton pick too is Virginia's just not nearly as good defensively as they have been in the years past. I mean, I know they won the national championship two years ago, but 
they're they're tenth in Ken Palm, but they're they're thirty second in Ken Palm uh, adjusted for defense, and I they're just not as good defensively, and I think Creighton can put up some points on them. Yeah, this isn't your father's uh, Virginia defense here. Like uh, they're no. more on offense, and they're not as athletic in the pack line as they used to be. Dave, uh, Creighton's plus one forty uh, for the Sweet Sixteen. Is that a bet you think you put down? I would bet that. Yeah, actually, I'll write that down as soon as we get off of here. I'll bet that. You're welcome. I'm a good host. What too. are they? Plus one. Plus one forty to make the Sweet Sixteen, Creighton. They got to beat UCSB and probably Virginia. Yep. Doable. Both. Both very doable. Both very doable games. Ohio, though. Ohio, a team that gave Illinois a run for their money. Yeah, they got an NBA. They got an NBA guard right there. His name's Preston. He can. He shoots about forty five percent from three six five. Another, another reason to problems, take Creighton. But we'll see. I, I don't know. That's a John Gross school. I have no respect for John Gross. Ohio stinks. That's my logic. Who's who's their coach now, though? Do you even know? I don't who care. Do, John Gross coaches Illinois, so doesn't matter. <laughs> There's some Blaze Bernardio uh, logic for you right there. That's fair. All right, let's let's move let's move down to the to the east, uh, the lower left side of the bracket. There, we've got some some big name teams in this quadrant. You got Michigan, Alabama, Texas. Colorado, who has a, a a little bit of buzz around them, I you know personally I, I do like them making it uh, making it at least to the Sweet Sixteen. But guys, who do we like, Dave? Let's start with you uh, on this one uh, on on who you like come Friday. Uh, yeah, come Friday, Saturday, uh, Saturday, Saturday. Excuse me, Saturday. I messed it up twice now. Jeez, um, come Saturday and also uh, Elite Eight, Final Four. So my my take on this bracket is pretty much there's six teams really that I feel like could easily win this this entire bracket. So it's one through four, and then uh, you jump down to Connecticut. I don't think BYU can do it. So you've got you could like I could see Michigan, Colorado, Florida State, Texas, UConn, and Alabama all winning this. So just roll the dice and pick who you want with this, unless you really have a strong thing. I've picked Colorado. Um, I've said all year that I don't think anyone besides the Big 12 and the Big 10 are any good. Um, I'm not counting Colorado as a Pac-12 team. I'm counting them as a former Big 12 team, so we're going to go with that mentality. Um, but really, like, I truly feel like any team could win this, and I wouldn't be stunned by any one of them just because they all are extremely flawed. Michigan without Isaiah Livers. Alabama, I just haven't bought into them or Arkansas at the top of the SEC. I'm with you on that. All year, I haven't bought into them or Arkansas. So. It, it's really easy just to pick a flyer here. Texas is a decent pick. I don't think that they're gonna, they're quite good enough to to get it done. But truly, it's it's a crapshoot in this region. So there's there's nobody that that you could pick that would be like this is a ridiculous pick. So I went with Colorado to make it to the Final Four. Part of that is because we ended wow. up with them in our our Calcutta pool. So it's easy once you have a uh, a little bit of money on somebody to fall in love with them and and start drinking the Kool Aid on them. So. I've got him there. I've got him in our draft pool. We do so. I'm going with Colorado to the Final Four. We they don't drink cool the first round of Georgetown. Too. Colorado, so, we do edibles. That's okay. That's right. Rocky Mountain High. You got a best bet uh, on this on this region on Saturday? One or two of them? Anything? The the I mean the easiest pick or the the trendiest pick for sure is going to be you. You assume Michigan State will beat UCLA. I know they're they're only given two, but that 11 over six pick right there for BYU is a big one. A- another thing that I'm going to do just because I do, I am picking Colorado is I'm going to pick that 13 over four upset for UNC greens, uh, Greensboro over uh, Florida state. I, I don't know. Dog. 
I don't know if I'll end up betting it, but but I like that. There's been a lot of love for LSU because of the way they played in the SEC tournament, but I'm still going to pick the Bonnies there too. Bonnie. Yeah, come on, Bonnie. Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> um, and I, I might end up taking uh, Maryland over UConn, just purely out of Big Ten spite. That's a Big Ten love thing right there. I, yep. There's a, Three teams should have made it in the Big East. Four did with Patrick Ewing, which we loved. I love Patrick Ewing. Happy he's back. But, um, yeah, so – this region, I love this region, and it's I have it getting very, very weird. And um, I'm with Dave on Colorado in the Final Four. I, you can bet them wow. 15 to one odds to make the Final Four too. And um, I think Colorado kind of gets a little lucky here. I think one of my best bets is Colorado minus five. It's getting up to five and a half against Georgetown. They played four games in four nights last week. They're just happy to be here. They didn't expect this to happen. They're still a young team. I think they're a team to look out for next year down the road. Colorado is a senior-heavy team. They have big guys that can battle with Georgetown, and this is going to be a household name when Colorado makes the Final Four. Mackenzie Wright, this point guard, can do everything. Pat, a shoot, score, rebound, assist. He's a stud, and I think he's going to lead them there. But um, this, the, one of the reasons I think it helps that they get to the Final Four, I'm all over this team in New York, too, coached by Mark Schmidt, the Saint, um, the Bonnies. I think they're going to beat LSU. That's one of my. Oh, that's my other best bet. Bonnie's plus one and a half. This LSU team, they have NBA talent, but it looks like they hate each other. I don't know how these guys are going to be handled being in Indy, not being able to go out, stuck in their hotel rooms. Bonaventure is a is a senior laden team. This team gets along well. They have a point guard named Lofton, who's just as good as Mackenzie Wright. I think they're going to beat LSU, and then they're going to pull the upset off Michigan and make the Sweet Sixteen. And the Bonnies are seven to one to make the Sweet Sixteen. So my two long shots. Colorado 14 to one to make the final four Bonnie seven to one to make the sweet 16. And the way I see it down below, um, I'm not a big fan of this Bama team either. I like Shaka smart. I'm happy he's had a good year. I think he deserves a couple more years down in Austin. I think it's chalk there. And then it's going to go Colorado, Texas in the elite eight and Colorado makes the final four. And uh, I'm going to look like a genius. And hopefully you guys took them all 14 to one when you're listening to this podcast, all uh, 15,000 listeners of you guys out there. Yeah, something something that I wanted to agree with you on, and it'll be a recurring theme, I think, uh, once we get to the to the Midwest here. Talking about like teams liking each other and kind of gelling, I think that's actually going to be really important being in quarantine for this long. I think it's it's going to be a mental grind, and teams that have some seniors and teams that don't mind being around each other, it's going to be really even more important than usual. Um, and I I agree with you too. One of the big reasons why I like Colorado especially in that first round, I'll probably end up betting them as well is it, I feel like it just never ends up going well when you get these high major teams that sneak into the tournament just by, by winning their conference tournament. I think back to Georgia a couple of years ago, this is probably 10 years ago now, but reminds me of that type of situation where it was a fluky thing. They stunk all year and then they're going to probably lose by 10 to college. Yeah. They made a 14 seed that year. That's how bad they know. Georgetown should probably be a 13 or a 14 too, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, they've got the name power still. No, I think they're reason. happy. To, they're happy to be there. And you know what? Um, Colorado, they know they can go on a deep run and Hey, going to ride it. That's going to, this is the region where I said, Hey, screw it. I think Gonzaga is going to make it to the title game. Why not take a flyer on a final four team? Yeah, that's funny. Me and you haven't even talked about doing that approach, but I completely agree when, with this type of bracket where there's no really, I think, stud, no-brainer team, I guess you could consider Michigan or Alabama that if you you buy into them. But beyond that, I, I could really go any ways. So 
good place to take a flyer if you want to take one. Mikey, uh, get in on this conversation with us. What are you thinking for the East? I I didn't know Livers was going to be out until about the final four, as as you mentioned, Dave. And I I, I mean that that sways kind of a lot of some of some of what I was thinking on this. I agree with the bottom half uh, of this part of the bracket. I don't like. I'm not bought into Alabama. I mean, they had losses this year to. Uh, Oklahoma and a few other Big Twelve teams. I'm like, I, what? They did. They, they honestly just didn't look good. I love Texas coming out of uh, that bottom half of the bracket. I think Shock has got obviously some experience there with uh, some pretty average or or below average teams that he's made to the tournament with in in prior years. Uh, I, I think that's going to carry this team uh, really from a coaching standpoint. So I actually like them not only going to the Elite Eight. I like them going to the final four coming out, coming out of this bottom half. If, if livers doesn't play in that elite eight game. Um, well, well, I'll tell you, I'm reading, I just Googled it real quick to just see what the latest update was. The Detroit free press. The headline is don't expect Michigan's Isaiah livers to return. If he does, it would be quote miraculous. Wow. I so, mean, you can only ride Dickens. I don't want to make the final four, Mike. What's that? Texas is seven to one to make the final four. I mean, I, I'd, I'd sprinkle a small play on that. I mean, I, I do like your take on the top, though. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna play Colorado in, uh, in that uh, Elite Eight game. I do have two picks though uh, for this weekend on this. I am all over Colorado, boys. I and and mind you, I haven't bet Colorado basketball. I shit you not since 2011. I remember the game. You know why? Because I had a minus two and a half. They were playing Georgia. And I remember they inbounded the ball, got it stolen. Georgia walked down the court as time expired and just finger roll. Let me get a little butter with that roll. It was fucking disgusting, and I didn't cover by a half a point. I didn't. I don't think people I, I didn't forget that was my beer money for the weekend. So look, it's been ten years. Buffs, I'm burying the hatchet. Minus five, hammer the buffs uh, this weekend. And the other one, they're going to the final four. UT minus nine against Abilene, uh, Abilene Christian, Abilene who? Yeah, exactly. Right. They're going to cover. No what doubt about it. Not worried Christian. about it at all. What's that? Johnny Knox. Who's the, who's the Bears? Who, what Bears player went to Abilene Christian? This is where you need more. I want to say Johnny Knox. Knox. Yes. Oh, Merrick, also the 10-year anniversary of Shaka Smart making the final four with VCU in 2011. Get your burnt orange on. I'll, I'll be having it on, baby. Me, me, and my, me and my man, Mr. Green Lights, moving forward. Sometimes you got to go backwards to move forward. I Googled, I Googled that game that you're talking about just to see it. 2011, 70 to 68 final. I'm scrolling down. What were they favored by? The, two, and two, and half. Half. two and a half. I'm, laying on. I'm looking at the play-by-play now. This is unbelievable. Hold up. Oh, Hold my up. God. Oh, my God. Wait. Four seconds left. Colorado makes a free throw to make it 70-66. At the buzzer, Vincent Williams made a layup to make it 70-68. It's awful. It's crazy. It's so funny. People do not forget. People do not forget. Merrick, Colorado owes you. They owe me. I'm due. I'm due there. And not to mention, boys, not to to get off the hoops conversation, but my my hockey picks last weekend to go 3-0. So... Stay hot, boys. Well, I saw um, you. T- I saw you tweeted it with the green check marks. Yeah, I was. Did, you, I, did they win? I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I tried to find it. I didn't see which ones you had bet. 
Do you have like an open spot on your your Mikey three teamer? Yeah, I couldn't even get my three teamer in though for for those because they were all on separate days. But I I did make it over to the American Airlines Center across the street, watch the Blackhawks beat the the Stars for. Oh my god, Mike! It gets worse. It was it was sixty eight sixty one with thirteen seconds left. Dave, I'm Georgia, aware. Georgia, Georgia, I don't need to relive this Georgia nightmare. Made a, Georgia made a three with seven seconds left to make it 68-64. <laughs> Colorado went to the line, missed the first, made the second, 69-64. Georgia makes a layup. Colorado, again, misses the first, makes the second, 70-66, and then they made the layup. That's one of the worst beats I've ever seen in college yeah, it's basketball. Terrible. It's going to probably happen to us like six times on Friday alone, but that's that's well, college basketball. Hey, come on, let's let's what let's happen? happen on Saturday. Let's, let us enjoy Friday first. Bet your yeah. free throws. Well, yeah, I know we're going to win a bunch on Friday. I forgot to mention that part. I mean, I, I hope none of my coworkers end up listening to this this episode, but um, I do. I cleared the I cleared the whole schedule after after eleven o'clock on Friday. We're we're going to be we're going to be queued up with, with the emails and I'm going to be moving the mouse. So Microsoft teams knows that I'm still online. Well, I mean, so. it was, it was such, it was such unbelievable luck that I ended up being able to, uh, I've got a uh, lunch with a client at 1215 right around oh, the Illinois it, tips on Friday. I don't know how it happened. I got real lucky. I heard that. I heard that's an important lunch. That goes to like two thirty, three o'clock. Extremely important. Well, not if it's a blowout, then we'll cut it early. Is that the one? Is that the Penske file? It's, it's the Penske file, correct? It's the Penske file. All right. Back you to heard X files, but not the Penske file. <laughs> back to basketball. Actually, I got a Snapchat from Shani uh, say the Penske file the other day. But, <laughs> um, back, back, to, back to hoops, boys. Uh, upper right quadrant of the bracket, uh, the south. We got Baylor, Ohio State, Purdue. Boys, I know you love the Boilermakers. We talked about a really sub subpar uh, Arkansas team that I don't think a lot of people are bought in on. Uh, Scotty, of course, for uh, for all those Big Ten folks that are listening. So, boys, who do we like? Uh, boys, let's actually start with you on this one. Uh, who do you like this weekend? Who do you like going to the Final Four? Okay, yeah, I'm going to start with my best bets because this is my um, lock it in, back up the Brinks truck. If you got a stimmy check, put it out there too. I absolutely love Wisconsin plus two and everyone and their mother and everyone and their father is on North Carolina. And I do not understand it. This Wisconsin team played a brutal big time schedule. I know they haven't beaten anybody good, but they've beaten everyone they're expected to And North Carolina has played in a watered down ACC and their only good win is home against Florida state. Who's a four seed. Wisconsin, so- Wisconsin is 11 in Ken Palm. Yeah, I'm not even based. I think that's too high. But I think the thing is, Wisconsin is going to control the pace. Country boy Roy in North Carolina only knows how to do one thing. Run, run, run. They don't run offense. If they're going to be stuck in half-court tempo, Wisconsin, Dimitri Trice and Davison are going to break those guys down. Their point guard plays horrible. Wisconsin's Reavers guy, he's absolutely horrible. They have these white guys down there that just get pounded into oblivion by Garza and Kofi. I almost feel bad for him, but... North Carolina is no Iowa. They're no Illinois. The only reason they're favored is because they're a blue blood and people haven't been paying that much attention to basketball. Wisconsin plus two is my lock of the tournament. Take it down. And then my other play I really like too is Utah State. I know people love Chris Beard in March, but this isn't the team he thought he would have. Their defense is poor. Mac McClung, he's a fan favorite, but the fact is he goes way out of rhythm with that offense and it screws it all up. 
Craig Smith in Utah State's a great coach. They got a seven-footer from Portugal down there. Texas Tech hasn't dealt with someone like that. Give me Utah State plus four. And then um, my one thing for the Sweet 16, I like Utah State plus 600 to make the Sweet 16. And out of the final four from that region, um, I have Ohio State coming out of there, beating Bay, um, beating Wisconsin, believe it or not, in the lead eight. Really? State over Wisconsin in the lead eight in that bracket, and Ohio State makes the final four at four to one. Jeez. See, and I was over here thinking that I was like loading up on Big Ten teams, but then I, now I'm talking to you. You're really leaning into it, and I like it. Um, I I will say you have started. You have made me see the light on Wisconsin. I think I'm going to end up betting Wisconsin. Another another pick that I think a lot of people I've at least been thinking about is Colgate over Arkansas. I've I've pulled back on that. I think Arkansas is going to blow them out now. I've I've changed my tune on that. I will not pull back on Texas Tech. You know that I'm a Chris Beard guy. So I would I would keep betting that. I think they're going to go to the Sweet 16. Um, I really like that pick. Another thing to look out for is the very first game of the entire tournament is Virginia Tech and Florida. One, I think Florida stinks. I have two, no opinion on that game. No feel. I've had no. I have no feel for whatsoever for those teams. Not touching it. Well, here's the problem too. Virginia Tech. They played in the tournament in their conference tournament and lost. Their game before that was back on February 27th. So this is only going to be their basically their second game in about three weeks when they when they take on Florida, and I don't like Florida and I don't like the SEC, but man, that's a that's a tall task. I am going to end up taking Virginia Tech, but I, I, I'm surprised you didn't take Purdue up there. I know you really like Purdue. I, I'm sure yeah, I know they're like tell- a year. I know they're like a year away, and I think they'll they're a year away. Like 10 next week. They're they're I a year away. North Texas is a. I think Purdue. I think Purdue makes it Sweet Sixteen, but. That North Texas game is a little scary. And the one thing is we'll talk about Chris Beard. A couple of years ago, Chris Beard was an Arkansas Little Rock and beat a Purdue five seed. So Purdue goes to these higher seeds in the first round. So not exactly cakewalks there, but I think they're a year away, but I think they make the Sweet 16 and can build off that. Mike, what's the most think? Again, kind of to Dave's point, I was thinking I was starting to become a big town homer as well. No, it's uh, me. I have Wisconsin, Ohio State in the lead eight. Yeah, I, I like that. I'll take that on Twitter. I, I, will I, don't, say, I will say, too, I in at least a couple of these bracket pools, I will have an all-Big Ten Final Four. <laughs> I, you have to. Yes, yes. And, and, and it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. I wonder it's what not. those odds are. Those got to be some decent odds. No, I, I don't probably has it. I don't like any games in this. In this, uh, I, I don't really like any spreads other than uh, Dave. I'm with you and, and Blaze. Uh, Blaze, I think some of your comments about North Carolina and how close Wisconsin played some of these really strong Big Ten teams plus two is yeah, kind of shine the the light shining right in the North face. North Carolina so, lost to Marquette at home. Hey, by like ten points. That's so it. Wisconsin lost to Marquette to, on the Wisconsin, road. Didn't like I know Wisconsin, Wisconsin lost to Marquette too, but yeah, that was way back in December. When did Marquette beat? Oh, this is only a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know they yes, squeaked that's that in. What I, 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 I don't understand this line. It doesn't make well, zero your sense. your whole your whole theory though is basically you're it's kind of saying what I'm saying, but just to another level that the Big Ten is far and away the best conference, and it's just if you believe in the Big Ten, no then, doubt. yeah, that's a no brainer. Yes. All right. Okay. So we can all agree Wisconsin plus two is a green light. Block. Um coming out of here though i i actually i like baylor uh it's gonna be a baylor ohio state uh elite eight 
to me. I, I think I think Baylor has too much depth for Ohio State. Um, they've got too many too many weapons that, that can score the basketball. I like Baylor uh, going to the Final Four, and let's not let's just not hold back on this Midwest region. ILL baby, I'm I'm on board. We're we got them for big money in the Calcutta, so. I think all three of us are going to be putting them in the final four. I'm just going to come out and say it. I am. I have Illinois. Uh, I actually have Illinois playing West Virginia in, uh, in this elite eight. I I'm big on West Virginia. Um, I do like a couple games here, including them uh, minus 13 against Moorhead state. I think they put up a ton of points uh, this weekend. The other game I like, uh, I like San Diego state minus three against Syracuse. I think that's a steal at minus three. I would get all over that. Um, I think, you know, Illinois is going to have a test against Oklahoma state, but I think their depth is too much. They've shown it the back half of the season. They've got too much talent. Uh, and I mean, God, a somewhat healthy IO. Oh, he's I, fine. I know it's, it's he did. He didn't look the same though. After he got hit in the face in that championship game though, he didn't go to the hoop as much. A little too much hero ball there. I was not a fan of that 32 footer at the buzzer. Uh, I would have took a 15 foot J or a drive to the hoop. That 32 footer was a little uh, big 10 greatest hits right there for me. And I, I don't think like anyone that's listening to this probably doesn't probably knows it, but I feel like overall, I feel like, that championship game, if you didn't watch Illinois basketball all year, you'd probably just think, well, Illinois is just this big guy, Kofi, and then Io is their point guard who runs the show. And I think it really showed how much depth and how many other little pieces that Illinois has. If you follow them all year, you know that DeMonte Williams is good for two threes. He's going to go two for My two. My favorite three. player, Every Peoria 309 stand-up. My favorite player on Illinois is Georgie Bishanishvili. Blaze hates him. But, man, did he provide a spark. He got, like, 10 straight points out there for Illinois coming in off the bench. Uh, the freaking Puerto Rican, Andres Carbello, FPR. Is he? Guy, he's, he's the one with the big afro? With, oh, with he's, the big yeah. he's, he's helter-skelter out there, but, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can he he's fill it doing up drugs is like, they're did the highest guys, of highs and the lowest of lows. Did you he guys happen like, to watch? He looks, he looks like that guy in the movie Coach Carter. I, I'm serious. That point guard. Re- remember the one who quits the team, the gangbanger, and then comes back and he, he's running all the sprints? He looks like him. Doppelganger. Well, he's, well, he's got a little bit of an Enders look, too. <laughs> Obviously. I don't know who that is. Um, He does. But, but no, so you're going to have to cut some of this or just leave it. I don't give a shit. The, uh, but that's the whole thing, though, is like, I, of course, I like Illinois and I've been following, we've been following them all year. Like Oklahoma State's the only team in the entire bracket that I'm like, all right, Cade Cunningham can get hot. That guy's silky smooth. He had a good. He he looks good with and looked good in the Big Twelve tournament. But dude, let's talk about Oklahoma State. Like we talk about the NCA not holding grudges or like being like a bitchy ex girlfriend. They beat Arkansas, who's a three seed. OK State beat Baylor, a one seed, to get to the Big Twelve final. They somehow get put on as a four seed. In the Midwest, they have to play Liberty, who's a very good, fundamentally sound team, and then play Tennessee. Like the NCAA was out to get OK State, and they hung them out to dry. You you buried the lead there too. In their own bracket, West Virginia is a three. 
Oklahoma State beat West Virginia at West Virginia in the last game of the regular season and then beat them again on a neutral court in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I, I don't no, like not gonna have three times. Not going to have three yeah. times. The NCAA, they're holding they, – honestly, they usually don't like Underwood either. They put them in some tough spots and Bobby Huggins, but Bobby Huggins got taken care of this bracket, and we'll see. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I like Rutgers down there. I like Rutgers to beat Houston. I know you love Houston, Blaze, but – I'm, I guess this is the spot where I am leaning into the Big Ten because I've earlier on in the year, I thought Rutgers is going to be like top five in the Big Ten, and they kind of fell off a little bit. Um, <laughs> there he is. Uh, is it that him? It looks a little it's, bit like him. Yeah, yeah it is kind of like him. Seriously, it could be like Andrews' half-brother. You don't know. Rick Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, he might be an FDR too, a freak of Puerto Rican. But no, they're just he's just a little bit too out of control. Besides hey, you that. can't say that. Why not? Yeah, you can. Cut it out. Oh, for the three for the three white guys that are listening to this, are they going to cancel culture us for for your fucking podcast? Jesus. Hey, you forget. Hey, we didn't even mention in the beginning of the episode. Guess who's going to be on iTunes come the weekend? Oh, congrats. Let's go. Here we go. So I can I'm going to I'm going to listen to it so it'll it'll triple the, the score. Uh, Perfect. No, so the only other thing that I really want to talk about, well, a couple of things about this region. We talked about teams that like each other in gel. It's another reason why I really like Illinois. It seems like they really like each other and they all get along. Um, Loyola also needs to beat Georgia Tech so we get that second round matchup for the city. I think it would be a ton of fun. Um, Tennessee is another team that I don't trust at all. They have all the talent in the world, but they haven't won. I don't know where I heard this stat, but someone said they haven't won back-to-back games against basically like tournament-quality teams all season. So they're extremely inconsistent. I don't think Oregon State will beat them, but you never know. Rutgers is my pick to click in this in this first round over here, and I think that's it. I think that's all I really got. I got um, two plays here for um, the first round. Merrick, I'm all with you on San Diego State minus three. Syracuse shouldn't be in this bracket. San Diego State plays good defense. They attack the three-point line. Syracuse relies on Buddy Beheim and an excellent line. I got Alan Griffin to chuck threes and stay in games. The 2-3 defense zone, they say it picks up when March Madness hits. That zone is still trash. San Diego State's going to pick it apart. They haven't lost since January. I like San Diego State minus three. The other game I really like, I'm going back to my original alma mater, Loyola Chicago minus three. I absolutely love this game against Georgia Tech. Porter Moser's great. Cameron Crutwig is going to break this zone apart. He's a great passer. He's basically the opposite of Kofi. Unathletic, out of shape, um, can make free throws, and is also a great passer. Kofi has, I think, four assists on the year. Crutwig, Crutwig averages about five a game. So um, he's going to break apart Georgia Tech. I like that game. And then I got chalk here. I really like Houston. Houston scares the shit out of me with Illinois. They're a big team. Senior heavy team. Calvin Sampson's a good coach, even though he's a crook. And um, I think Illinois will beat him and they'll make the final four, but that's going to be a scary game. And Houston scares me, but um, give me Illinois in the final four. So first question I have for you, is that grandma at Loyola still, she's still kicking? She's, she's going to the game. Done. She got the vaccine. Yeah. 101. Awesome. She'll be at the she's game on Friday. Yeah. No way. Oh, there. No, you got about him. What, what, what's the line there? Uh, minus three, just like oh. State. All day. If she's at the game all day long, she's got the vaccine, we're good. But what if she dies? Oh, uh, that's not going to happen. Then you got to bet. 
she dies. Oh, that's right. That's right. You have to. Also, I'm... I don't know why you're worried about Houston. Blaze, Houston's three losses are to Tulsa, East Carolina, and Wichita State. Who Wichita State might lose to Drake, who isn't very good. Okay, you're you're in love with Texas Tech. Houston played them and smoked them in the beginning of the year, but nobody gives them credit for that because the game was in December. I was gonna say uh Texas Tech really didn't start playing well till probably mid to late January and, and they really started to turn it on. So um let's go to the final four though. Uh boys, who do you got going to the national championship? And who do you got winning the national championship? Okay, as I said, my final four, I got Gonzaga, Colorado, um, Ohio State, and Illinois. I I like Ohio State beating Ohio State. I like Illinois beating Ohio State. I'm sorry, for the third time in March, this third time in March in a couple weeks. Actually, that'll be in April. I'm sorry, in the final four. Got Illinois, then I got Gonzaga easily beating Colorado. And I'm going to take Illinois beating Gonzaga by a score of 91 to 85. Wow. And then I'm going to take my bike, ride down Green Street, and see if it's burning down. Unlike 05, you guys are actually going to close one down. and, and Bring back and 05. And also, just for all you um, listeners out there, every 16 years, Illinois makes the Final Four. 1989, 2005. 1989, they made the Final Four that lost. 2005, they made it to the title game and lost. 2021, they're the title game and winning. They're, they're like they're, they're like those they're like those cicadas they're like the cicadas they're like the cicadas blaze they only come every sixteen years yeah uh, so enjoy this because we'll be <laughs> we'll be in our fifth decade the next time they're in the final four I mean it I said earlier I I could see it being an, an all Big Ten final four one of my brackets will have that I've got <laughs> Illinois winning in every single bracket that I'm in I, I you have to it's the only year that we I really feel like we could do something like that. Where you like, I'm saying like we could load up on on Illinois. This isn't going to happen again for a while. You wouldn't think. Um, so this is the year to do it. If if you're being a normal person and not blinded by a line eye optimism like us, Gonzaga's the team, right? Gonzaga's been the team the entire year. You shouldn't bet against them if you're betting, uh, if you're betting smartly. But I'm obviously betting with my heart in this. It's we'll see what happens, but I. I, I don't know. I'm extremely optimistic right now, but I'll also be ridiculously nervous watching every single game, including on Friday against Drexel. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the Loyola game. I, that scares me. That's the game that scares me. Mike, your final four in championship, give it to us. Iowa, Texas. I'm going with the Hawkeyes, of course. Going to the national championship game. This is the best team I think they've had in history um, of of their program. Garza, Wieskamp, Bohannon. Um, I feel like Bohannon's been there for like nine years, but he has, uh, but he can come back another year if he wants. He's a yeah. Winner. I mean, He's a I mean, if if McCaffrey can can hit some buckets too, I I think that's big for them. Um, Illinois, Illinois beating Baylor. Um, again, I think they, I, I think they match up depth wise with Baylor, um, but I, I think Illinois ends up hitting a few clutch shots uh, down the stretch. And look, I don't think Lightning strikes three times in one season. Um, I'm going with my boys to win it all. Uh, I would give me Iowa over Illinois, uh, 86, 81, Iowa over Illinois. In 17 the- to one odds, right there, Merrick. 
that that I will I will sprinkle a little bit of action on. I it's going to be a tough road, especially with with Gonzaga. Um, I think oh, so. In those in those first three games, are they just going to all sudden learn how to play defense? That'll be exciting. No, I think they're just going to outscore everybody they play in the first three games. <laughs> so um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I I don't think Illinois beats them three times though. So um, look, today is St. Patrick's Day, right? Where to go at? I want the gold. Uh, we got those little leprechauns over there in South Bend, Indiana. Boys, what's the weather like in South Bend this weekend? All right, South Bend, Indiana. I'm sorry for Notre Dame basketball not making it this year, but you have great weather to look forward to on Saturday just in time for spring ball. High of 56, not a cloud in the sky, low of 32 degrees, and wind hits nine miles an hour but doesn't go double digits. So that's a good day for everyone that um, down, down on the – down on the ground and above sea level in South Bend. Sheesh, my God! I, I, I hope they, I hope they can make it through, uh, through the St. Patrick's Day. And I'm surprised. Mikey, before we go, I got two prop bets. I also just want to say for this. Let's hit them. That are on points bet. Um, you can get the winning seed of the um, NCAA tournament. The one seed is minus two ten. So if you think it's going to be Baylor, Gonzaga, or if you don't like Mike, don't bet this, but. If you think it's Illinois Gonzaga, uh, it's going to be a championship game. You're guaranteed to win money from this minus two ten. So if you want to throw a hundred, two hundred down, get a fifty percent rate of return. That's not a bad play in my opinion. And then another thing I like is Houston advancing farther than Alabama. This is a cool little prop bet I saw on point. Ooh. I like Houston minus one eighty to do that because I think Bama might lose in the second round to UConn or Maryland. So sorry to interrupt, but those are just two cool prop bets I saw in there. No, that's good. I love that. I I, I like I like the Houston prop. I'm I'm so far off of Alabama. I I mean Nick Saban's not on the sideline, so I'm not betting him. Are uh, you guys Are you guys gonna bet Michigan State on Thursday night? Because it seems no, like the biggest no brainer no, of all time. Never. So that's why you shouldn't bet. No, no, not touching that game. Just gonna no. watch. No, I'll watch on Thursday. I'll I'll put my put my cards on the table Friday Saturday and. I mean, I've got enough money tied up in the uh, Calcutta as well, so just got to be, uh, got to be careful. Got to get some wins. Got to get some hedges out there. We got a lot of money on Illinois, but uh, look, Dave, thanks for coming out again, buddy. Uh, we had a blast as always. Uh, and look, ILL baby, let's let's. I and I, let's Bring get back on five. We fucking need it. We need it, bud. Thanks for coming on this week, though. Appreciate it. No, yeah, thanks, Dave. I always, I always have fun with you guys. It's a good time. Go Illini. Go Illini, baby. Go Iowa. Um, look, everybody enjoyed the second Christmas of the year. I, we're absolutely ecstatic to have college basketball back in March and April. Good luck uh, on your picks this weekend, your brackets, uh, and we will catch everyone for a preview of the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 next week. Have a good weekend. Good luck. Peace. Good night and good luck.